Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Rayleigh. The campaign is Spawn of Asifoth. It was written by Doc Ferber, and our game master is John Hook. This is episode 20. Our recap will be given by Josh Harwood as his character, Dr. Arlo Augustine III. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Josh? Thanks, Tom. Wow, what a strange journey I've been on. <laughs> a non-believer who was poor patience I sent uh, to a madhouse and they weren't mad. Maybe a little, but not as mad as I thought they were. And we got back from the observatory and a few things happened. Mr. Baxter left his job, retired. Uh, Dr. Long decided to try and get a job for Miss Thomas, but uh, he got fired in the process. I, I have a, if, if I get through this, I, I may have a job for them too, if they, if they need a job, that is. Uh, and then uh, Zeno, I still think there's something not right about him, but he's not as mad as I thought he was. And Cuthbert, Cuthbert, my dear friend, on our boat trip to the Andaman Islands, well, on the way to Calcutta, I told him, well, I showed him my uh, scars, my unusual scarring, and he was shocked, very shocked. Uh, I've come to live with them, I have. Uh, they caused me a bit of pain here and there. And then we got to Calcutta. We had to go through customs. Everyone got what they needed through. Well, not everyone, but I got everything I needed through. That's all that matters at the end of the day. Um, and uh, some thieving scoundrels took off with... Uh, a few bits and bobs, none of my concern. I still have all my stuff, so that, as I said, over matters. And uh, yes, the rest went to a mar the red market or whatever. I assume they bought some nice things and didn't get scammed by anyone or anything like that, who knows. And then there's me right now, writing this to myself. All went swimmingly, and it happened. What's going on? Those things, have they always been a part of me? I don't know, when did this happen? How did this happen? Maybe, maybe it was almost years ago. Maybe, who knows? But I have to learn to live with them. They seem to be, they seem to stop me from falling. They help my fall. They seem to respond to things. I just hope they don't come out in front of the rest. I don't want to scare anyone. I could be shot. I could be killed. People call me a freak. I could end up in an asylum or on a freak show or something. And I don't know what to do. Maybe Cuthbert will understand. He, 
He's always been rational. He can help me. But I need to rest. I need to rest. All right. Excellent. Well, you are resting and recovering in uh, the hotel in Calcutta. Uh, everyone has returned from the market with all of your newfound acquisitions. And it is the dawn of a new day. You're in Calcutta. What uh, do we know about the Andaman Islands? We, uh... You do know that they are under British rule, that they are considered part of the uh, uh, Indian uh, territories. Um, it is uh, typically used as like a penal colony. Um, it is incredibly wild. It is a uh, tropical jungle. Uh, it's a series of islands that are tropical jungle islands. Um, the major um, uh, port is uh, Port Blair, uh, and it's under British rule. And there is... Uh, you know, a British presence at Port Blair. Um, and I think you guys would already know that uh, Cynthia Baxter is uh, just as to refresh you as players and as characters and listeners um, that uh, Cynthia, uh, she runs a mission that is um, on an island um, known as South Adaman. Um, the islands, uh, there's, like I said, there's a chain of islands, um, and the largest ones have the incredibly uh, descriptive names of North Andaman, South Andaman. There's also Middle Andaman. Um, so, and there's even a Little Andaman. And then there's a few other islands that are basically. Uh, nameless, or they they probably have names, but just for the locals. Uh, but as far as uh, as far as the map is concerned, they're basically nameless. Um, and uh, and yeah, so uh, Port Blair is probably what you. I mean, if you take a boat, which is probably how you have to get there, you know, you're not aware of any kind of uh, airfield, especially at this you know day and age. Um, Port Blair is where you need to go, and then from there, get passage to the uh, to the mission. How how large are these islands? Are they large islands or no? They're, the they're I mean, if if it wasn't for the uh, uh, the dick, dense thick jungle, they would be. Uh, you could probably walk the length, the long length of each of the islands in a single day. So comparatively small islands but uh travel is slow due to the uh, incredibly dense uh jungle so several miles across then. several miles across um obviously they're, they're longer north south than they are east west uh, but yeah okay and port blair that's on the the south Andaman. that's on south andaman and it's other, it's also at the southern tip of South Andaman. 
did any of I, I people before I returned from the dreamlands had uh, nipped some of Philip Baxter's belongings from his home before the conflagration. I believe that some of Cynthia's correspondence survived. So we probably have a some idea beyond Port Blair where her mission is located. Does that sound like what you recall? Are you asking me? I'm asking everybody, but you're the arbiter. Yeah, it, it it's y'all's recollection from those notes that I, the mission is on South Andaman. And we're afraid of cannibals, which is why we all have acquired firearms. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you wanted to acquire steak sauce, you could have done that, but firearms are good. <laughs> I, I got a machete, which I think is the preparation step before you add the sauce. So, you know, if somebody else wants to bring the sauce. Um. So, uh, from uh, are there boats from Calcutta to the Andamans, or do we have to go somewhere in India before we catch a boat? Uh, so, do you spend some of your time researching that? Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't take much. Uh, uh, you can, you know, talk to the uh, hotel uh, concierge, and uh, they tell you that uh, no. Uh, you know, getting from Calcutta to uh, Port Blair is easily a two-day voyage, uh, but uh, no one ever travels from Calcutta to Port Blair. You could travel from Calcutta to Rangoon, and then Frank, from Rangoon, go south to uh, to Port Blair. Would these be like trap steamers or like a little bit better quality or? You can get to uh, Rangoon with uh, pretty much any kind of shipping. Um, uh, the rail does not go through. Uh, so overland travel would probably be difficult. There is a, you know, the uh, Himalayans are blocking that. Um, uh, so, yeah, you can take any kind of... Uh, ship will get you to Rangoon and then from Rangoon down to Port Blair it's it's going to be a tramp steamer. Okay. So the thing is to uh, find a solid British travel agent here who can book those things for us. After all, Myron Dexter has means. Uh, awesome. Yeah. It's a date. Uh, so, uh, is, uh, Myron Dexter slash Philip Baxter, uh, gonna look for that, uh, British travel agent. Yeah. Give Presumably me, again, the concierge can advise. Yeah. Give me a credit rating roll, please. That's a regular success. Wasn't a very good roll. Uh, no, it's no. it's good. You found a reputable, what you believe is a, uh, a reputable uh, 
uh, travel agent. Uh, they have a pretty nice, clean office uh, in a uh, well-populated uh, uh, area of Calcutta. Uh, and so, yeah, so the uh, agent uh, uh, works with you and is able to get you uh, passage aboard a, uh, a regular passenger liner that leaves in two days to Rangoon. And then from uh, from there, he's able to further uh, arrange a uh, tramp steamer uh, that will leave uh, the very next day to uh, take you to Port Blair. And he also um, gives you uh, some information and uh, and says that he will contact uh, ahead and and radio ahead to. Um, uh, to Major Nichols, who is in charge of, uh, of the British presence there at uh, Port Blair, and so that way he can be uh, uh, he can be ready and waiting for you. Very good. Um, and so, of course, I you know uh, supply the number of our party and its makeup for all that, and I guess we'll need. Um, uh, overnight accommodations in Rangoon, if there's something he could recommend there. And I yeah. wonder if we should equip ourselves for the wilds of the Andamans here, or if we can do that adequately in Rangoon. Rangoon is a fairly large city, so... We, we won't have much time in Rangoon, will we? Hey, we yeah, have I mean, two days here, so... Yeah, we might as well take take our what we can here. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, look, we have a, a chicken barbecue sauce as well. I think that'll be good. I think we'll be hard pressed to find beef barbecue sauce in India. True. Quite, or for that matter, much in the way of pork, although I understand that human flesh is more porcine. Oh. Tastes like pig. Long See what pig. The ingredients are in here. Hmm. Um, is it Major Nichols that telegraphed me about Cynthia's possible capture? Telegraph, telegraph Philip Baxter sometime ago? I don't believe so. Okay. Uh, and, um, right. So yeah, I, I guess I'll ask, since we will be buying most of our kit here, since our time in Rangoon might be short, uh, what, what, what do you recommend for, um, I'm going to be trying to visit my daughter's mission, which is on South Andaman, where she has been stationed for some time working with native groups. Is this the wow, sort of thing where very brave take of her. pack mules? She's, uh, my children are all very willful um, and uh, brave types. I mean, my adopted children, I, Myra Dexter adopted Philip Baxter, it's a long story. Ah, ah, yes, of course, of course. 
so is this a sort of thing where we take pack mules or or is this fully a, a, a you know do we trudge through the jungle in our in our boots and helmets oh i i have heard that the jungles are very dangerous and uh and uh very difficult to traverse uh but definitely major nichols um that would be his uh, area of expertise you should uh definitely uh confer with him um that unfortunately is not something that my office uh can uh, uh, provide you with and, and assist you with. Done perfectly. It's an unusual trip we're taking. Indeed. Um, all right. So, I'll, you know, I'll tell the others at the hotel what uh, what the plans are. So we have to speak to him then. Nichols? Um, doesn't it seem to me on the, one goes on safari, one takes porters along to carry the stuff and a, high, a couple of big briefing men to these these islands do not don't seem terribly big yeah we oh. may not need lengthy uh, lengthy journeys once we're on there oh i don't know about you but i'm not really in the muscular chopping through the jungle for 12 hours kind of person <laughs> well, i'm more concerned about the lack of roads or clear you know directional information even i mean i don't know whether cynthia's mission is uh, in a stationary location or where she travels around in her work and all that well, but if it's i a mission, assume wouldn't that she have to have built a little church or something a little schoolhouse for the natives missions missionaries operate in various ways depending on the circumstances i think in one of her letters she said something about dealing with more than one indigenous group so we may a road. at least seasonally uh, but uh, presumably Nichols can provide us with trustworthy staff more than the crooks at the uh, at the office here who sent us out with those hooligan boys yeah especially for a guide we definitely need a guide or two I'm sure it will be all okay I'm people sure. to carry our stuff can't drag our stuff through the jungles. <laughs> I mean, Cornelius is going to need someone just to carry a stash of crane tea. People have to be bringing, well, tea, food. food I was just us. thinking of maybe just one case of crane tea. Leave the other three back in the hotel room here. Well, me, well, I don't know about Cuthbert, but we were used to carrying a lot back in the day. Yeah. But I mean, crane tea, the only thing that stuff's good for is for reenacting the, the Boston Tea Party. I, I don't know why anybody would drink it. But it's really not that bad once you get used to it. You, you just, if you put enough sugar and cream in it, it starts to become palatable. It's all right. It's it tastes right. more like the dirt they grow tea in. Um, On the plus side, I did manage to get my rifle into this. I'm just, so. I'm just thinking. It's going to be hot, wet, and rainy um, because the tropics. It's going to be digging through a jungle. We're definitely going to need some assistance, some people. We're not physically fit enough to uh, to do all of that. And I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that the, the military fellow will know what to do. 
Yes. At all. <sighs> hmm. We do well, need to be careful. Though. We are going into <laughs> rough territory. Obviously, this man will be able to help us, but he might be able to help us, but probably not too much. We'll kind of what does it seem like they should be getting regular supplies? So there may just be a caravan that goes back and forth. Possibly. It, it, it depends, though. It depends on how the mission's actually gone. There might we, not be too much communication. Would it be worth p p procuring here uh, tents and uh, nets that keep the bugs out? Yeah. Uh, there may not be buildings for us to stay in there. I, I don't Good. think they're... Oh, uh, yeah. This place is not a popular tourist destination. They're probably not accustomed to guests. Yeah, we should kit out like uh, like we're going on a, on a camping trip, bedrolls and such. Do you think we should get uh, a couple porters here where we could maybe vet them, or do you think Rangoon would be better? I think we should have that lieutenant. He would know who you can trust. I I I I forget what kind of military man is he. Major Nichols. Major, major, the major. Oh, he's what the commander at uh, at Port Blair. I mean, he would know. At least he could give us a recommendation for who's trustworthy in the area. Yes, I, I of doubt he would dispatch anyone from his his uh, no. unit, military unit, with if, us. If if he recommends a rather small man who has very well trained elephants, I think it's best if we get <laughs> on, on a boat and immediately depart. Well. Uh. Frederick, yeah. I hate to say it, but we don't know who that man is in this world. He could be quite different than uh, we expect, just like the, uh, the the priest's assistant. This world of the one in dreams. I hope he's dead. <laughs> well, may, in the may, dreamlands, do you die in the real world, or do you just snap back here? Well, uh, Cornelius's leg gave him quite a deal of trouble after yeah. his injuries there. I can't imagine what dying would cause. I mean, if, if losing a limb there freezes the limb, I mean, having your heart frozen for any length of time. It didn't seem to do Myron any good. Have you never died in a dream? Can't say I have. But I have at least twice. I always wake up. Yeah, you wake up. I've actually gone a little nice. beyond that and dreamed that I was a ghost walking about in the night. Yes, some dreams. <laughs> but I don't know, that may be, maybe for all we know, dreams may be something completely different than what we actually experience. An alternate reality. But anyway, Major Nichols should be Trustworthy because of his stature. He's, he's he's highly he must be highly regarded. He's a major for Christ's sake. So of course. Have we brought Edith to the Dreamlands at all in the time since we left Montana? Mm. I'd assume maybe you just filled me in, but didn't <laughs> didn't take me there. <laughs> Probably sounds like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Let's go on a day trip to the Greenland. Ulthar is lovely this time of year. We do have, you know, friends in high places in Ulthar. But I imagine getting Edith to drink some weird elixir that we said took us to another world. I take some convincing. It's modern times. 
<laughs> People drink strange things all the time to send them to different worlds. <laughs> I'm a little wary of that because I've got a spider queen probably waiting for me, wondering where I went. Unearned wages. Uh, so I, you know, I think we should. We'll, we'll ask the concierge again for uh, recommendations of uh, an equipment outfit where we can buy some, you know, rudimentary but reliable oiled canvas tent and that sort of thing. Stuff that we can have bundled together onto a boat that won't, uh, you know, delay us enormously. Who is going to uh, lead the charge on trying to find and buy equipment? It could be more than one of you, but who's who's the one who's asking the questions and trying to find the uh, the right uh, establishment? Cornelius, you've been in the military, haven't you? Oh yes, I have. Um, you I probably know the kind of gear that we would need. Uh, yes, yes, both uh, yeah, uh, Dr. Augustine and I both served. Yes, I can assist you, Cuthbert, in, in negotiations. <laughs> and uh, does, does anyone have a survival jungle skill? Oh, <laughs> you I'm failed to tell us that. that we would need that when we were making our characters. <laughs> I happen to have a survival skill of 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite good at dreaming. Oh, very good. Very good. Well, uh, then, uh, Cornelius, why don't, <laughs> Cornelius, why don't you give me a uh, credit rating roll as you Ooh. inquire <laughs> with the locals on where to find good equipment? Oh, maybe, dear. That, maybe that should have been me. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was fearing uh, a luck roll, but no, my credit's even worse. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, look at that. Nice, solid, missed by 50 points. Ah, you are directed <laughs> to a uh, to an establishment. Um, you do get a little bit of the heebie-jeebies as this area of town seems to be a little more on the rougher side. Uh, but uh, you're able to get in there. Um, who all goes with you uh, for that? I will be with him. <laughs> trying to, I'll be with him. I like the markets. I'll go with him. Oh, I'm not okay. sure what help I'll be. But all right, you three. Anybody else? I should have used my. I should have been leading. I have seventy-five for Oh well. Hey. <laughs> Actually, I, I take that back. The way I will contribute is, you can't just accept the price that they give you. You have to haggle. Haggle. Down. Yeah. I'm very good at haggling. Edith was good at that too. Frankly, dealing with the transit has been enough bureaucracy for me for the time being. I'm going to find well, a cool veranda and a fruity beverage. I also don't have any clothing, so I should. <laughs> I don't trust you all to outfit me in something that fits. <laughs> so I will be going along as well. Excellent. I have the clothes yeah. on my back, Zeno. Goodness. I think I think Baxter has the right idea with the shade and the fruity beverage. <laughs> All right, so we have Edith and Zeno and Arlo and Cornelius uh, going to uh, get equipment and uh, and other essentials for the group. Um, of the four of you, who has the lowest luck roll? I have 63 looks. So I'm actually not bad, yeah. 
Is 60 yeah. the lowest between all three of us? Oh, oh no. no, no, no. <laughs> I am here chiming in with 32. Oh, 32. All right, That's Cornelius, better please. better than my cr- credit rating. Please Cornelius, give us a, wouldn't you like a fruity drink? Please give us a group luck roll, Cornelius. All right, let's see. We'll take one of those and one of those and two of those. Let's see. A 12. Okay. Well, my ones die. It fell into the into the uh, into the drawer, but it landed as a two. So a ten and a two for twelve. I, I do I need take, to re-roll? No, I'll take it. I'll take it. Whew. The drawer is a very large uh, dice tray. I like it. I'm very happy for that catch. Yes. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. That's so a you hard guys... luck, also, by the way. You guys, uh, unless someone really wanted to try and use some kind of uh, uh, negotiation skill, uh, the luck roll uh, will help you guys get a pretty decent price on this equipment um, that uh, doesn't seem too shabby, not too bad. Uh, but it has all the essentials that you feel like you need, uh, uh, plenty of clothing. And this isn't just one single shop. This is a few um, in this little market area you're able to acquire um, uh, the equipment you need for an, ex, uh, for an overland uh, ex- expedition. So. Excellent. Bed rolls, gloves, clothing for Edith. Maybe... Yep. Uh, should we get some rope by any chance, just in case we might need to tie some food up? Or so, if it's within reason, you have already picked it up. Excellent. You mean you mean tie up Philip again? <laughs> one Little. never knows when one must tie up one's comrades. <laughs> Little tiki mug, maybe, perhaps. All right. So unless anybody has anything that they're looking to pursue or do, um, the two days pass and you guys are able to, you've already booked and paid through the, uh, through the travel agent. You've paid for your voyage to Rangoon. You've paid for the uh, hotel uh, in Rangoon, and uh, they've even been able to arrange the tramp steamer and uh, passage aboard that to Port Blair. So, does anyone have anything that they really want to try and pursue and uh, do during these days in Calcutta, Rangoon, or on board ship to either location to include to Port Blair? Uh, I think we should have a conversation about the unusual text that we have, whether we should lock them up at the King's Hotel here for safekeeping or whether if there's any chance we dare experiment with them, we need to bring them along. Uh, and other than that, severely damaged by the humidity in the jungle. Yeah. Is there some sort of safety deposit box or something like that in the hotel we could, uh, lock these th- items up in there is there is you can yeah. uh purchase it by the week and uh and have things secured yeah we'll need secure hotel storage for other things that we're not taking with us 
anyway. Oh, you know, we should be traveling light and rough. Uh, by by the way, was there a chance to uh, maybe secure one more box of ammunition for my uh, for my M nineteen twenty two? Yeah, give me a luck roll. <laughs> All righty, I guess that's a uh, forty five. Nobody seems to have any. Five rounds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No worries. I still have some. Given what happened when we were well prepared for a trip in a pickup truck, uh, I don't think there's any reason to over-prepare. Yeah. I never got to use that shotgun once. I have my rifle and I, and my my sidearm, so we should, well, my revolver, so we'll be fine. I assume we have at least three new machetes from yesterday's shopping for, you know, mm. immediate combat or travel needs so yeah i just want to have uh the you know the hotelier in rangoon recommend a good restaurant because one doesn't often get food from this far from home yes we should cuisine. get as much sleep as we can because we're going to be uncomfortable probably you're here yes i haven't uh, i haven't had the best of sleep recently hmm Mm. But yes, uh, local cuisine. I, I always like trying local cuisine every time I go to a new place. So, yes, we should definitely do that. Excellent. And it's on me as well, everyone. Don't worry. Arlo, thank you. Hey, I'm a, I'm a man with more money than sense. So. <laughs> fantastic all right so you guys have uh, traveled by boat to rangoon you've had an excellent meal uh you know in rangoon very authentic very native and the day after that you boarded the uh, tramp steamer and you're heading south into the Indian Ocean towards the Andaman Islands. Yes, I will take Cuthbert to one side when we are on here. I maybe after a few hours, wherever, somewhere a bit private for me and Cuthbert to have oh, a yeah. conversation. Oh, yeah. Hey, Arlo. Cuthbert, I haven't had a chance to speak since the others but something's happening Cuthbert. You, you did you go see a doctor like he suggested uh sort of you sort of well rest assured i haven't told anyone else i'm, I'm not going to embarrass you amongst friends but uh, definitely you need to get that looked at professionally i i think there's something inside of me Cuthbert. Deep emotions, uh, torment from the war? No, uh, not human. Well, really, Arlo, we all have some dark, horrible feelings from time to time. It's quite human. Cuff, but I, 
I don't know if I was imagining it, I couldn't have been. Surely I can't be that delusional. And it was real, but something came out of my back, Cuthbert. Was it, it was, are those, those, uh, those incisions, are they, are they, are they weeping with something? Uh, I don't know. I, does it I, need to be bandaged? I don't know, Cuthbert. I, it hurts. <laughs> And it hurts, and it so hurts, and it pains me, and I, I don't know what to do, Cuthbert. Well, we we should take a have a have a look at this. I, I've got to see if this is getting infected. My no, God. no, 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 no. Okay. Don't. No. If it if it happens again, and what if it hurts? What if you're hurt, Cuthbert? I can't deal with that. No, you will not look at them. You will just trust that I don't know if this this could be my last voyage, Cuthbert. This I don't know. Trust me. I mean, it's as, strange. As, un as unpleasant as it is, I, I've seen plenty of horrors in the war, and I can I can see a bad wound. If if this is getting nasty, I think someone no. should have a look at this. Cuthbert, I have no, no. You will not look. I do have one question. If something bad happens. If something happens to me, if I become something I am not meant to be, you will shoot me, Cuthbert. You have to I'm promise you will kill God, me. man. For, for an injury or a wound. This, what are you talking please. about? Please, Cuthbert. You've seen a lot of mad things. You've seen a lot of crazy things. But please, as an old friend, if something bad happens, if I become something I am not, shoot me. Please, my friend, promise me. Well, okay, well, bearing in mind what, what happened to those creatures back in Montana as they got infected and rabid, if something like that happens to you and you seem to be gone beyond all hope, then I will do that for you. Thank you, my friend. Anyway, let's go have some crane tea. Uh, let's make sure we don't get to anything this drastic, Arlo. I'm sure we won't, Cuthbert. I'm sure we won't. But crane tea first. Crane tea first. I'm glad someone likes it. It's really not that bad once you get past the first five or six cups. Yes, it's not bad at all. <laughs> Especially the canned version. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, after about a six-hour voyage, and, and you've been seeing um, uh, off the uh, off the side to the to the west, you've seen um, islands, the the dark green stripe near the horizon that are these islands, um, but the ship never directed towards those. And it just kept going south for about six hours. And then finally it kind of started curving and pulling into the west. And one of those uh, green dots starts getting closer and closer and closer. And there you see ahead of you um, a port. And as you uh, begin to pull up, you can see uh, lots of activity. Uh, and you see lots of uh, lots of people. Uh, you see uh, uh, Indian people. You see some uh, 
Some other uh, you assume are are possibly natives of the islands. They seem to be of a slightly shorter stature, slightly darker complexion. Um, uh, moving on the ports, and then there are also uh, some uh, uh, what are clearly uh, British uh, nationals walking around as well when the ship uh, docks. Uh, so as you guys are disembarking, there's no you know, um, there's no uh, kind of uh, customs, you know, right? There's no customs that you have to go through. You just uh, kind of disembark, and you're you're walking on the on the decking as you're heading uh, into the uh, into the port into the city there, the little town, and uh, there is a gentleman with a very uh, large smile. He has a, a pencil thin mustache. Um, he seems to be smiling so big because his his teeth seem uh, overly large for his mouth, and so it's almost like his his teeth are kind of pushing his skin out into a into a perpetual smile. Uh, but as he sees you guys uh, coming off the ship, you're the only passengers who are coming off of this thing. There is some cargo. That's being uh, um, taken off, uh, but y'all are the only passengers. And uh, the gentleman uh, walks up, and he he has a he has a kind of an older uh, uniform on, and uh, he comes up, and he has got this bright, cheery smile, and he he gives that that British salute, and he says, uh, eh, "Good day to you. I am Major Ashley Nichols." BFO, welcome to Port Blair. Oh, pleased to meet you. It's a uh, quite the little island you got going on here. Ah, yes, yes. Well, welcome, welcome. Oh, ma'am, lady. And he, he approaches uh, Edith and starts taking your bags from you. He says, let's get you settled in now. Come along, come along. And, uh, and he says, yes, right this way. Come along. And as he starts grabbing bags, some more uh, other people uh, kind of just, you know, run up and they start grabbing bags. And, and just this whole parade of people with all your bags are kind of heading into uh, Port Blair. And what's Port Blair look like fresh from the dock? Port Blair is uh, very sparse uh there's a lot of they look like they're they're uh old military buildings um they they look like some of those um uh kit buildings uh that are just kind of erected and uh they're probably being used for uh, a time period that uh greatly exceeds their design um for when they were uh you know supposed to be used for but yeah there's just a collection of these like little military buildings and and uh and they're you know all of them are just a single story and uh he's uh he's smiling brightly and he keeps looking back to make sure you guys are all keeping up keeping up yes oh excellent come along and uh and as he's uh leading y'all to this uh like a corrugated metal building and uh and some of the other people you know rush forward and start pulling open the door and, and just everyone starts parading right into this building 
think they get a lot of uh, tourists in these parts. Uh, so, I mean, I was We're real novelty. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to see buildings. We haven't found the toilets yet. Well, we'll count one blessing at a time, Dr. Zeno. Uh, so, um, uh, Major, uh, Major Nichols is uh, leading you guys into this building. And as you go inside, it's basically open. All the complete buildings open on the inside, and it's it's basically a barracks. There's there's just uh, cots laid out and spaced out evenly. Um, there's a few foot lockers, and uh, and uh, he says, <laughs> "It's by Jove, it's not the Ritz, but it it will do in a pinch, won't it, uh, ma'am? We'll have you set up in in your own personal tent." Thank you very much. Better we, uh, we did bring um, some supplies as we don't know uh, ourselves how much we're going to be um, investigating your uh, handsome jungle island, Major. Ah, uh, oh, thank you. We're very proud of it ourselves. By any chance, mm -hmm. do, you, uh, do you know the, uh, the mission that uh, Cynthia uh, Baxter heads? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, I've only met her on a couple of occasions, but yes, that uh, mission, it's, uh, it's a bit to the north. Yes, uh, uh, quite a walk, quite a walk. But don't you worry, I have a couple of young men ready to uh, help you out. Good lads, good lads. Is there a road? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Very good. I, you are a very funny person. Yes, yes, indeed. No, no roads. No, it's a very thick jungle. Trails. Yes, you shall be blazing your own. Won't don't you know? <laughs> Tigers. Pardon. Are, are there any wild animals? Tigers. Oh yes, well there there are uh, no tigers, no 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 tigers. That's uh, but uh, there are a few jaguars, and uh, and there are uh, a number of uh, other insects that are. Uh, but uh, don't worry, don't worry. You'll be you'll be perfectly safe, perfectly safe. Usually, it's only the the very young or the very old who uh, who succumb to the. Uh, to the insects and uh, <laughs> you look fit as a fiddle. Hmm. The uh, fellows you're going to uh, send with us to uh, to find the mission, are they um, your men or, or local folks? Ah, well, yes, uh, men under my charge for sure. Yes, uh, indeed, uh, uh, definitely good men, uh, you know, Earning their way uh, back to society, don't you know? Very good men, good men. How long have you been here, Major? Well, I think I'm going on uh, close to 10 years now. 10 years. Hmm. I'm assuming you have enjoyed every second of it. Ah, well. I'd like to say that uh, Port Blair wouldn't wouldn't uh, be what it is without me. Well, 
once we are once we are back from our travels, if we have the time, I would definitely like to learn a bit about your time here. It's really intrigued me and maybe get a bit of knowledge on how people who spend a long time in a place like this uh, seem to change. Oh, well, it'd be my pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, writing a book, are you? Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> I'd buy that for sure. Um, yes, excellent. Yes, uh, sir, I do actually um, have something for you. Oh, well, I, uh, I, I, I don't know what to say. Yes, it will look good on you. Ah, thrilling, thrilling, thrilling. Yes, he, he, he accepts the tie and begins to adorn it immediately. Hmm. Tell me, did the natives here shrink heads? <laughs> yes, well, uh, I'm sure there are. There are many, many rumors, uh, many rumors, but uh, no, well, I just don't wanted you... Dr. Arlo to feel at home. <laughs> he brought his own Coke cereal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many, how many people reside here at Port Blair with you? Ah, well. Uh, you know, we have uh, uh, a staff of uh, 15 on staff. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, there's uh, probably, uh, you know, 35 uh, convicts, but uh, uh, all excellent men, excellent men. Uh, and then the, uh, the natives are uh, difficult to, uh, to count. Uh, hard to get a solid census, don't you know? Hmm. Are they particularly friendly? Oh, yes. Well, they are, uh, many of them are converting to Christianity. And so they're, they're quite friendly, quite friendly. Any issues? <laughs> well, no, who said there were issues? There are certainly no issues. Everything's fine. Hmm. fine. Well, let me let you get settled in. And uh, Miss uh, Thomas, is it? Yes. Uh, oh, we have a tent ready for you, uh, unless you would uh, like to set up your own. No, that's fine. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that, please come right this way. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll escort you to your tent. Thank you. Very kind of you. Uh, so he goes out of the building and then kind of goes around to the opposite side and away about, you know, 15 feet or so. And you do see a, uh, a canvas tent uh, and it's got a pretty sturdy frame to it. So it's a, you know, it's probably like a four man tent, but you'll have it all to yourself. Um, although it is uh, probably uncomfortably close to the outhouse, uh, but you know, so he he shows you to your to your tent. Actually, I was going to ask him um, what what brings other tourists to this area. I know we're visiting someone, but what brings other people here? Well. Um, uh, we do get the occasional missionary and, um, uh, well, and of course we get the convicts who are sent here and, uh, yeah, and, um, yeah, so we don't get tourism here in the Andamans, but, uh, very pleased to have you. Very pleased indeed. Right. 
great. Thank you so much. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Well, I don't know about the rest of you, but I don't buy a word of this man's. Right. Uh, well. Gobbledygook. Yes, I was well, about to say. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, Baxter's daughter has been kidnapped here, hasn't I, she? At least briefly. I, I think. I think this man, just going by his mannerisms, while he's digging, obviously he's hiding some issues here. I think he has jungle madness. He must do. Jesus Christ. Well, next time, next time you interact with them, perhaps you should apply some psychology to him, Doctor. Hmm. Well, give it a go. <laughs> I well, of course. I know just too much about Collins, and he laughs, he smiles, he laughs at just about everything that you say, and then he's going to send us out into the jungle with a bunch of convicts. Well, didn't you hear the tone of his voice when he said there were no issues here? It changed just slightly. As man, well, I will press him in a. He doesn't seem the disciplined man that a, uh, a, a major should be. But, um, well, maybe this this uh, post has uh, fatigued him a bit. He he might be lax being stationed perhaps. out here. Yes, I was but, ready for him to burst into song. I am the petty model, level model, major general. But, uh, well, going from he's been guard. ten years, been here for ten years. Any man on a post for that long. Will go a little bit crazy, but I reckon he he might suffer from a something I've heard from jungle jungle madness, as I refer to it. But uh, I will have to press, but I'll have to do it in a manner maybe offering some crane tea. I'm sure he will love that. Uh, oh, yes, do we really yes, care? We just want to get where we're going. And no, the issues is I'm more if there's something wrong that's Are happened so in the camp here. It could reflect on what happens to us out there. Well, I am. I'm awfully curious. When was the last time they've heard from the missionaries that are here? Yes. Yeah. We will maybe. Oh, we, we'll have to have some food with him, drink, and loosen loosen his lips a little. I think we should sleep with our hands on our daggers. How how close are our accommodations to Edith's? Only about 15 feet, but it's on the back side, so you'd have to go out the only door okay. so out if the there front, was a... and then loop around the building to get uh, to her. Awesome. So if there was like a call for help, we could definitely hear it at just 15 oh, yeah. yeah, so I would be careful. Like, I know a lot, a lot of places take on convicts. Uh, we are very... Uh, England are very known for taking on convicts for certain jobs and reforming them, but uh, be, we should be careful, especially now we have Edith, uh, some convicts. Yes. Well, the only that thing that I can, that I, I project onto it that, that doesn't make any sense is convicts would have oh, no particular I reason to steal that. our stuff because where are they going to go with it? They're convicts on the island stuck here. It's not more of a stealing, but it's not like they can go sell it and go live in a nice house somewhere. The well, only thing they're likely to steal is uh, our firearms, because yes. with those they could stage an insurrection against the major. I don't mm -hmm. imagine that his position here is exactly the sort of job that you get as a reward for excellence in service. 
not if you're given a, <laughs> not if you're given a convict to look after. He he probably did do something honorable to get major, but he might have been sent here to get him out of the way. But we're also staying in the barracks of his staff. Is that what we understand with the footlockers and the way things are arranged? And the footlockers are empty. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, but yeah, you know, something. Do we get a sense that of his staff of 15, any of them are soldiers? Or does he have a civilian staff? It looks like he has a civilian staff. Uh, he seems to be the only one um, who seems to be uh, displaying and using a military rank. And his uniform is not exactly up to inspection. Has anybody ever read Edgar Especially Allan Poe's? Especially now with tie. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe's Dr. Feather and Professor... Was it... Uh, Dr. Tar and Professor Feather. Yeah. I mean, how do we know that that's really the major? He doesn't act like any military man that I've ever met. As uh, as I have said, Mr. Uh, Dr. Saladin, I will give you some respect. Um, I think he might suffer from... Yes, but you're making excuses for the man. If I, if if there was a, if you were going to meet somebody in the military, you'd expect to meet a military man. Not necessarily. It depends on the conditions. But I don't trust this man. I don't trust him. I'm not defend, defending him. I'm just stating that he could suffer from something else. Well, somebody for for a deep mistrust. You have just left him alone with Miss Thomas. Well, he's right over there next to the mm-hmm. latrine. We'll be fine. I'm sure it will all be fine. I'll take a few steps in the direction of uh, Miss Thomas and the Major, just to make sure everything's going well. Well, and I'll step out too. I just want to get the lay of the land. Is this this is a volcanic island? Is it steep? Does the jungle start right away? Is there is it muddy around this little structure, or is it gravel, or um the i don't think the evidence of a volcanic activity is present so if these are volcanically formed islands they are probably millions of years out from that and so the jungle has uh consumed everything it is uh it is a hilly uh uh, uh you know there are hills but i wouldn't say mountains and um yeah, the uh, the camp, you know, Port Blair, the the docks are the most um, well kept and uh, and well constructed portion of the uh, of the town. Um, everything else seems to be um, these uh, prefab buildings that are erected. Um, and there's a just a, a bunch of them scattered about with uh, signage, you know, on you know above the doors, you know, to kind of declaring since all the buildings pretty much look the same. It's like which one is which, you know. So you look at the sign that's posted above the door to know. Oh, okay. There's the 
there's the uh, postal exchange there and oh that's uh, offices over there and oh, oh that says barracks yours says barracks um you know so there's you know a few things mess hall there's a mess hall you know so there's there's a few different buildings scattered about um and then the uh the whole uh uh, town is uh, surrounded by a wooden fence. Do we see many of the staff and, and people, civilians walking about? Yeah, you know, people are pretty casual walking about, you know. Um, uh, right now, the beehive of, of activity has been the offloading of uh, the supplies that came on the tramp steamer. And uh, now that those, uh, now that the primary unloading from the boat has occurred now it's the distribution of those supplies to where they need to be stored here in the uh, in the town so there's a lot of uh, activity going on with that and and they look like just ordinary people nothing nothing particularly off about them yeah nobody has wings or horns on their heads you know they're just people you know well not nobody <laughs> we just we just brought a mutant after all uh hmm. are they are they uh are they farming how large is the fenced off area are they also growing their own stuff or are they totally dependent on what's coming off this ship uh there is some farming but it is really really small in like these raised beds um so it's almost like a uh, a household garden uh, but there's not any kind of large-scale sophisticated greenhouse or farming um it doesn't it doesn't look like the the sand the soil here is probably just too sandy to uh to support uh they're really really you know as far as jungle's concerned you're really close to the shore you know so you're not uh you're not deep into the uh into the inland yet and the and the and port blair is entirely fenced off by tall wooden posts sort of thing yep a wooden fence um you know about an eight foot fence are there guard towers on it no guard they're towers. afraid to keep okay keep animals out yeah. Well, Ms. Thomas? <laughs> hey, Professor Baxter, um, I, I heard you mention something about your daughter having been kidnapped on this island. Um, what were the circumstances of her kidnapping? Well, uh, I'm fuzzy on the details because I was, in fact, being tortured in the dreamlands when word came. But um, there might be some confusion so, about the matter. Or yeah, no, that just, was before. Yeah, it was, it was actually uh, quite a while before. Um, Did she send the coconuts after her apparent kidnapping? Yes, the coconuts came fairly recently. Uh, but the kidnapping um, occurred, it is currently... 1927 so the kidnapping was probably about 10 years ago oh was Gosh, it, she's been was here that long natives or 
these convicts here or something else entirely. I believe right. it was the natives when we right. checked the mail, but the, the coconuts, which may or may not have contained uh, spiders from beyond all reason. Um, I hope there's none of those spiders living here in the jungle. Giant jungle spiders, not a good thing. I don't like that man, the major. Something is. He's a little too bubbly. He doesn't feel um, genuine. Uh, it's off putting. Uh, mm. Even yeah. that I'm sure this is a malarial island, he may have been living on gin and tonic for the last 10 years as well. I, I'm. I might try some ink with him as well, just to see if he is who he is. I might try and use a bit of army slang and say, uh, there's one thing that I like to use, and if he doesn't know it, so he doesn't respond to it properly, then I will uh, know there's something so, on that front. Was, was the daughter, she went out to be a missionary, she got captured by the natives, but then she convinced them through the power of Jesus to let her go, and now she's just a missionary. They didn't eat her, obviously. Is that correct? I thought it was a conflict between two different tribal groups on oh, the yeah. island. Is that? They both wanted her, or they? No, Dr. Saladin seems to be remembering it a little better. Um, you know, she was uh, uh, she was doing missionary work here on South Andaman, and uh, she was kidnapped uh, by the reports from natives from across the strait so natives from a neighboring island and they feared that uh, that they would never see her again uh, but then she came back she convinced them to let her go because she probably annoyed the hell out of them unusual <laughs> Or did something happen to her? I, with what I've experienced as of late, I don't know. It was ten years ago. Yeah. She's still a native. She's still a missionary. At least in her letters home, she is. Yeah, it's been quite a long time since people have seen her. Apparently, yeah, what was the last, the date of the last letter she sent? Oh, there was there was the coconuts that arrived around the time of Baxter's death, okay. or supposed death. Because I, I the the box had just got there when I when I carried the uh, I carried that box downstairs um, for poor um, the cookie lady. Was there was there a note from her? in it or was it just from this island theoretically anyone could have sent that from this island so well, how would they so know where commissioner the, the letter came from a commissioner talbot about the kidnapping um that was but that was a while ago so and angela asked her to take it downstairs mm -hmm. and you so, saw desiccated rats in it yes yeah, so but it had been it had recently arrived at the house. It was still upstairs and the coconuts were still. Well, we'll have to ask the 
major about Commissioner Talbot, I guess. Yes, sir. Or, huh. or, or Philip, do you have any recollection from past that fuzzy veil of the last time you actually heard from, from her? Keeper, what does Philip recall? Why don't you give me a no roll? I know some stuff. <laughs> 94, I don't know anything. Yeah, that Swiss cheese brain of yours right now, you just can't recall. Yeah, what, what I remember is jumbled up with things that I probably experienced in the dreamlands and things I've heard. and But everything, uh, I mean, between what happened to Angela in Providence and what happened to those folks out in Montana with Dimitri Vasily and Sylvia and I, I don't know, every, everywhere that this has led us so far has been rather unpleasant. So I would think we should steal ourselves from what we might find. But do you think, do you think any of the incidents are actually related? I, I imagine if the spiders were in the crate and had killed the rats, desiccated them, and escaped into the house, it might just be, I mean, the rats got into the box. Um, so uh, for a spider to crawl those, in there. Those, those spiders were mighty industrious. They, they took over that house Well, they were out quite of thoroughly an, and quickly. They were, they were kind of out of their natural environment, and that sometimes happens. The animal goes, it suddenly has nothing to stop it. Um, what but, is, I mean, don't bananas have spiders that sometimes get in the bananas? And, well, well, sure, but the but spiders of that size and that viciousness, I, I don't know what here would stop them. I, I don't know that maybe they don't get that big here. Maybe it was the climate or the weather or, or something in the house. If I mean, if the spiders came with the coconuts at all. That leads me to another question. Are there coconuts here? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, the, I think that we're, we're, we're assuming that because those spiders don't come from uh, New England. No, but I mean, Baxter's trips into the dreamlands. Uh, the only other place you've seen a spider so big was there. You know, honestly, I didn't actually consider that. And I'm really surprised that it's you, Dr. Frederick Long, that's saying that to me. <laughs> well, and I hadn't thought of it. The last several months have been You think something's crossed over from the dreamlands. Is that even possible? Well, we did, didn't we? That's true. Also, mind you, we didn't strange. bring any material goods with us. We didn't come back with our robes. We woke up as dressed as we were beforehand. Only Cornelius's psychosomatic illness and Myron's death. But yeah. neither of those are like, you know, some spider eggs and a pant cuff. Maybe somebody opened up a doorway somehow that allowed the spiders to come through. It's, it's an interesting speculation. 
Well, it's just, all I can say is that the spiders didn't come from New England. Right, and, and perhaps the only one who will ever know is Angela. Who let's, knows what happened in the house before the before the end? Let's ask the locals if there are giant spiders here that we need to be careful of. Living in the Lutrine, which is next to uh, Edith. <laughs> or Edith's tent, or... <laughs> or in our yeah. tent. Or... <laughs> Under our cots. You know, in, in the pillowcase, you know. I have a feeling that the major would just say, oh, mind the spiders. And then just laugh. I wouldn't be entirely surprised if the major came in here with a large spider on his shoulder and said, this is my little friend Chucky. The man seems to be a little bit around the band, but again, he probably was sent here as punishment by somebody, some superior, and now he's here where... Keeper, is the major old? He's, uh, yeah, you know, he's an uh, old, you know. I'm, Maybe a he's, little shell-shocked. Yeah, he's probably in his 50s. Oh, okay. he, he seems to be in his fifties. I thought maybe he was on the scene of the road to Sinola being here. Too young. I hope. I hope I'm not, I'm not on the road to Sinola. I mean, while we're engaging in, in speculation, perhaps these jaguars of his that stalk the jungles are, in fact, uh, have eight legs. Eight-legged jaguars. Mm. That would make a lovely carpet. Um, do they have elephants here? <laughs> Not on the Andaman Islands. Hmm. Well, how, how does the jungle outside over the wall sound? Is is there like a is it a really loud, full of life jungle, or is it kind of quiet? No, it's a it's a living, active jungle. Yeah, it's okay. loud, so like birds and like just the humming of thousands upon thousands of insects is that yeah so you can hear the expect? screeches of birds a variety of birds monkeys are there monkeys here? um yeah so i assume you questions know. like this you ask you know some of the locals i mean right. there's there's people all over the place and and uh, they say uh uh no no monkeys uh but uh lots of bird life uh lots of snake life lots of spider life Lots of insects, lots Spiders. of large, <laughs> large insects, in, you know, ants, beetles, spiders, birds, you know, some things cats. That we should, things that we should take. Oh, yeah, the, the giant centipede. Um, Anything how large are these spiders? Uh, uh, practically everything is uh, venomous uh, oh, on Andaman. The, some of the uh, some of the the staff tell you to uh, uh, be sure to uh, check your boots in the morning just to be on the safe side before you stick um, your foot in there. Yeah. Yes. How how large are the spiders and the creature and the insects in general? Are they oh, very few are that large. Very few okay. are that large. Most are just probably as large as your hand. Um, so ah. you know. They're, Some are that large. That's pretty um, large. You can, you, can, you can still you can see the ones pretty easily when they're as big as your hand. That's right. the good thing. Are there any this large? Very few. Very few. 
Okay, so, so there are some that are okay, that's... Uh, but not yes. many. I mean, certainly not very many. Rather disturbing, but... <laughs> yes. Well, we have machetes. Yeah, but, but they're, they're quick. They, they, they just don't sit there. I, I they wait for you to that... fall asleep, Zeno, and then they crawl on you. That is what they do. What's, what's the biggest creatures you have here? Well, well the largest creatures you have here. Of these islands. Certainly the the natives, uh, the cannibals, those who haven't uh, who who we haven't reached and and haven't converted to uh, Christianity. Uh, they're certainly by far the the most dangerous. Uh, but, uh, as far as wildlife goes, I mean, you know, the, the jaguars, the, uh, centipedes, the spiders, the snakes, wow, the snakes. Yeah. Um, mm. you know, there's the, uh, the, the crocodiles, although they're not crocodiles, uh, they're caiman, caiman, yes. caiman. The Cayman. Hmm. So everything that moves could kill us. Hmm, yes. Probably, probably some of the flora could kill us too. Yes. I mean, oh, yes. is there any plants you need to be aware of? Sorry, after long. Oh, I was going to say, technically, anything moving fast enough can kill you. So very true. Very true. Do uh, so. Do we have? Do you have? Do you maintain here at the fort uh, any kind of record of how many missionaries are? in the jungle at any given time and where and how they operate? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, right now, the only missionary um, on record here on uh, South Andaman is uh, is Ms. Baxter's uh, missionary. Um, we do have, um, you know, records of uh, that she sends in periodically in the office. Mm-hmm. I'd like to look at those past the time before we stop. Oh yeah, certainly. certainly. Does she come, come down often to send things, or does uh, she send messages often? Yeah, she. I uh, the the guy, you know, just the 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 regular. You're not talking to major. Uh, Jesus, I forgot. Nichols. Nichols. You're not talking to major Nichols right now. You're just talking to to one of the guys, and uh, and so he says, I, I I've never met her. I mean, she's. In the time that I've been here, I've been here three years. She's never come to uh, to, to Port Blair. Uh, we've, you know, just she'll send uh, some of the natives will will travel and send word on occasion. Uh, but I haven't met her. I just, I mean, you know, I know her by reputation. Does she draw any supplies from from the port? Uh, almost never. Almost never. On occasion, uh, she'll uh, request a, a new case of uh, hymnals and Bibles, uh, but not not often. Interesting. Very rugged. Quite. Quite. Say, are you are you familiar with the commissioner Talbot? Uh, I've heard of him, uh, Colonel, Colonel Talbot. Um, yeah, I, I've heard of him. He uh, used to be in charge. Used to be. Hmm. Yes, I think uh, maybe about 10, almost 10 years ago, nine, nine years ago. Yeah, he, uh, well, yeah, 
I mean, again, doesn't happen often, but he was bitten by a spider while sleeping. And, uh, and so then, uh, major Nichols was, uh, um, promoted. He was, you know, he was already a captain. So, but he got promoted and, 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 uh, was awarded the, uh, uh, he was the he was the number two man here, and then he became number one. So he's been here. So he's been in command for ten years, but he's been here longer than that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He's he's been in command for about nine years, so he's been here ten or eleven years. Wow, that's quite a long time. Um, how long have you? How long have you been here? Three. Three, yep. So I'll be rotating out at the end of the year. What's what's it like being here? What is it like serving under the major? Any? Oh, he's a pretty good guy. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. Any uh, issues you've had while being here? You've been here for three years. So any? Yeah, you know we. Uh, uh, you know, convicts come to serve their time. We don't really watch the walls, uh, so sometimes they they think they can uh, they think they can escape. I'm not sure where they think they're going to go, but uh, you know, we eventually find them, find their corpses eventually. But hmm. sometimes we don't find them all, but. But uh, yeah, we find them usually. Oh, okay. That's... Well, anything in the way of tourism, or is it just missionaries, convicts? No. Yeah. No. No tourism. Missionaries, penal colony. That's about it. I'm actually surprised there aren't more scientific missions. Uh, do you know how many languages are spoken on South Andaman itself? Oh wow! Yeah, I I don't know. Um, the uh, the natives um, are known as the the Andamanese. They they speak Andamanese, um, and then some of them speak another another tongue that I can't locate. But a second language that's a uh, uh, more rare, and, and then of course uh, most of our convicts are are Indian, so they speak Hindi. Uh, here, uh, Angi. Uh, so uh, most of the natives, uh, almost as like a trade language, they speak Andamanese. But um, there's uh, on South Andaman, there are a few. Uh, natives that have a, a different dialect uh, known as Angi. And uh, between the islands, do natives travel by canoe? Most of the natives um, uh, don't do island to island travel by mm-hmm. canoe. They'll they'll use their canoes to fish in the open water uh, in the ocean. Uh, no, no one fishes in the, uh, the rivers and streams in the Island, just due to the, uh, the piranha and the, uh, caiman that, uh, stalk the, uh, 
the streams uh, on the island. So it's safer to uh, do uh, uh, fishing and diving uh, off the coast. But uh, the natives don't uh, do inner island uh, travel uh, because those territories are protected and, and, and held by competitive tribes. So they leave each other well enough alone. And uh, it's interesting that uh, most of these tribes are, uh, they're very primitive, um, uh, almost, I would say, uh, Stone Age primitive to the point where uh, one of the things that we do gift the natives is fire. They haven't figured out how to build their own fires. So they when given a uh, an, uh, a burning brand, they'll they'll covet it and protect it and and you know spread it and have it grow and divide it out, uh, or they'll collect it in the wild after a lightning storm. But uh, most of the time, they don't know how to uh, start their own fires. So, so we really are meeting our ancestors in many ways. In very many ways, yes. Of course, probably it's difficult to keep enough dry here very long to maintain a fire. Uh, yes, out in the out in the bush, it's uh, it's quite wet. So, having a, a covered lantern is uh, key. Uh, so he says, uh, yeah, if you want to check out those uh, uh, missionary records, uh, I, can, uh, I can show you to the office. I appreciate that a great deal. Yes. Dr. Um, Augustine, why don't you come and look at these with me? You might spot something I don't. Yes, uh, I will come, come along with you. And there probably aren't any um, spiders in there. No, I, I'm I'm fine with spiders. It is my dear friend, my dear friend who was not. I forgot my own friend's Zeb, name. Yeah, Zebedee. I forgot my own previous character's name. Zeb, Zeb's my real, real good friend. I remember his yes. name. Zeb, Super close friend. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so Zeb. Zeb was the one scared of spiders. I am not. I am. Certainly. Uh, yeah, the 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 uh, the clerk says, "Oh, we sweep them out every day. It's fine." Uh, so, if two of you go into the office, and and you can see, you know, again, it's one of those uh, prefab buildings, and this one is subdivided on the inside. So you can see at one end is a is a uh, room that uh, says uh, uh, Major Nichols' office, and uh, but you know, basically, there's a records room that you're in, and. Um, uh, each of you can give me a library use. That is a hard success. Very good. Yes, that's a regular for me. Records of His Majesty's Island Commissioner for the Andaman Islands. 
Tales reached me recently claiming that Cynthia Baxter, a medical missionary, had been kidnapped by a tribe of islanders living near her mission. The local natives say that these other tribespeople are not true Andamanese, but they speak a different language and also differ in appearance. A patrol was sent to investigate upon questioning the Ong tribesmen who live near the mission. The patrol received quite a different story. According to the local witch doctor, Miss Baxter was at first unwilling to accompany the Chochos, but after discussion with their headman, she agreed to accompany them and voluntarily entered the canoe. Miss Baxter returned unharmed the next day. Colonel Leslie Talbot, August 31st, 1918. Hmm. Interesting. Very can interesting. I, uh, can I do a Cthulhu mythos to see if I've ever heard of the Chocho? You certainly may. I would like to do that as well. I got Anybody a, may attempt if I you have a, the right skill. I got an 07. Uh, I'll spend one luck to make it an extreme. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. So you have, you do recall uh, in some of your readings, uh, seeing notations about these uh, chocho. And, uh, and according to what you've read, uh, they seem to be uh, a, a primitive uh, uh, and also, according to uh, reports, uh, diminutive. They seem to be short-statured, but a, a primitive people. Um, they file their teeth into points. Yeah, they, they seem quite, they're, they're uh, uh, cannibalistic. They're cannibals. Um, and uh, they, they apparently worship uh, dark gods that... Uh, that uh, could be uh, an extension of the mythos. So I thought that they were local to the Himalayas, but I didn't realize they'd be all the way down here in the islands as well. Very dangerous tribe of people. Um, dangerous. Mm. Hated and shunned by most of the other tribes uh, because they are in fact cannibals. They, they ah. returned Cynthia uh, unscathed. Apparently, yes. Uh, that seems very uncharacteristic. They should have eaten her. She must have impressed them somehow. Maybe they made some sort of deal with her. Oh, they had all the advantage. They had her in their hands. They could have just chopped her up and eaten her. But well, somehow, maybe, maybe, maybe Jesus did interfere and they let her go. Maybe faith has some merit i don't know but uh some for some reason they released her and it was just a single day i think that Zeno it would be something more akin to a connected yankee and king arthur's court where she outwitted them using yeah. modern and understanding we also now know that she was i thought that she was more of a religious missionary but she's a medical missionary so not so much preaching, but bringing modern medicine or attempting to. Could be both. Yeah, I think it's. I think for so, her, it's inseparable. Isn't she a nun? Was she a nun? Yeah, she was a nun. 
Philip Baxter does recall in his Swiss cheese brain that his daughter had aspirations to uh, to become a nun, uh, but had settled instead to kind of follow the life of uh, of Baxter's brother Julian. And uh, uh, while he, you know, while Julian is a, a a Catholic priest and has had a long career of missionary work. Um, Cynthia is um, uh, doing work for the church as a missionary without actually being a nun. So she's she's gone almost all the way there. But it's been her passion for quite some time, as far as Philip can recall. Right. And she had such admiration for Julian, which is why I've never told her something. Well, we have a lot to worry about. Yes. I'm worried just about eating whatever they serve in this camp, but we might need whatever rations we brought. So I guess we should uh, make nice and tuck in. Yes, I might go talk to the major. I'll, right. I'll, I'll come with you, Arlo, unless you want to do this alone, but I, I'm familiar too as well. Yes, you can. Yes, the two have a second pair of eyes on things. You never know. Yeah, so me and being military men ourselves, we might be able to get something a bit more. And if push comes to shove, I will. I can just use my my skills, like just try and talk him out of some answers. And I'd like to explore uh, Port Blair. Until we're in, you know, until it's time to gather again, just learn the lay of the land. I think I'll go with Philip and explore. Same. Okay. Dr. Long? Oh, I do not want to be alone, so I will go. <laughs> <laughs> Come with us. Yes. I will go on the sightseeing. Uh... No, why don't you climb the fence and see what it's like? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll be, I'll be an advanced party. I'll go by myself out into the jungle. And uh, send you my net, my new character sheet. Uh, subsequently, <laughs> the new character sheet is located twenty five yards outside the fence. Just go get it. <laughs> it's on that pile uh, of army heads. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Cuthbert, Augustine, you guys uh, go and uh, uh, Major Nichols is in his office, and uh, as you guys come up, the his door has a window pane in it so he can see people who approach his office and he uh, he stands and, and gestures you for you to come in. Ah, come in, come in, welcome. Uh, yes. Getting, well, getting tucked in, I see, yes? Yes, yes, yes. Um, getting settled in, uh, uh, jolly good, excellent. Yes, it, it almost feels homely, I think I can agree. We, we saw our fashion. <laughs> It is a home indeed. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, Jin. Jin. Yes. Jin. Yes. Yes. Why not? Why not? He goes to his liquor cabinet and gets three glasses and and uh, pours out some very warm gin. And maybe the three of us could uh, 
Pull up a sandbag, you see? Yes. Ah, well, yes. Have a seat. Have a seat. Yes. yes. Well, you must have uh, some interesting things happen to you. Oh, well, it's, uh, it's quite dangerous living out in the frontier, but it uh, takes men of steel to do it. Men of steel, don't you know? Oh, men of steel, yes. Yes, you look like a man with some steel, for sure. Ah, absolutely. You know, I, I, I assumed it would be uh, years from now, after I've retired, that I'd be able to uh, recount my, my career and, and, and have that uh, career documented in a book that uh, would uh, sell throughout the empire. So, so uh, definitely my good fortune to, uh, to meet you. I, I assume you're an author, yes? Uh, yes, I am an author of sorts, yes. Excellent, excellent. Well, I am your subject. How can I help you? Well, um, I would actually like to very, very, this would help because it helped me learn a bit about this place. But um, the man who preceded you, Colonel Talbot, was it? Could you? Yes. Oh, fine gentleman, fine gentleman. One of the best commanders I've ever served under. Yes. Um, how? What happened to him? Oh, tragic. Tragic. Yes, uh, he, he suffered a, a fatal spider bite. Terrible, terrible. Um, how often does that happen to the people in the, in the camp, I guess? Oh, quite rare. Yeah, quite rare. The spiders are uh, generally the spiders are more afraid of you than they are of them. So uh, typically they will just simply leave you alone. You can yes. chase them off with a broom quite easily. And after he died, uh, you got promoted straight away, I assume. Ah, yes, yes. Well, bittersweet, bittersweet, but uh, right man, right job. Don't you know? Yes, uh, yes, I know, but hmm. you see, it's ah, never, never, never. <laughs> Drink to the Fort Blair. Yes, um, throughout throughout all this, I am watching every movement he makes, every little bit of body language, just to see if there's. So, 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 tell me, Major. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm drinking my gin. So, so tell me, Major, but before your uh, transfer to here, uh, what unit did you serve under? Ah, well, yes, it was, uh, uh, you know, spent time in, in, in uh, Africa. And he talks about the an African campaign that he was a part of. Does it sound like um, he's pulling some accurate facts or does it sound like he's kind of BSing? Um, why don't you, uh, is, is Dr. Arlo, uh, is he British or English? I mean, is he, uh, is he American or English? He is actually English, but obviously he is, an, um, he lives in America and is an American. Okay. So, so Dr. Augustine can do a history role with a bonus die because he's, because he's English, but, uh, Cuthbert, you can just do a regular history role. 
Yeah, I, I was uh, oh my god, I got an O one thanks to that. I'll just Bonus. let that ride. <laughs> yeah, I mean completely legit. Totally legit. Okay. The guy speaks like he like he actually lived it. Okay, so I didn't You believe it's because yeah. he did live it. Yeah, it didn't seem rehearsed. Yeah, yeah, I'll nope. pick that up. Okay. And so that means he would have picked up on when I said pull up a sandbag. So okay. And hmm. when you guys were de deployed there, what 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 was the rifle that you guys were uh, mostly issued? Uh, well, you know the the enlisted had their rifles, uh, and so he talks about the the enlisted men and the whatever the 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 rifle is uh, accurately. Talks oh, okay. about what they what they used and that you know how they had sabers and sidearms. All right, so he he accurately describes the the, the okay. All right, very we, accurate. We we then uh, will regale a tale from our time on the front line, just so that it doesn't feel like it's a one sided conversation about war. And um, yeah, then then oh, uh, so uh, major now that we. Regale tells from the war. Um, are you sure there's been no issues with the camp? Any issues at all? <laughs> Even minor. <laughs> Everyone, you don't have to be proud of that. You don't have to bring your pride into it. It's fine if there's been issues. <laughs> We're not going to judge you. And he, he, uh, Give me a persuade roll. Where's my persuade? Oh, my persuade 70, and that's a 30, so and that's a hard success. Okay. So he, he, uh, he kind of, he smiles and he starts thinking and the smile begins to fall and Come on. He, he 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 was standing, and so then he kind of goes into a he kind of slumps into his chair and puts his glass down. And he says, "Well, yeah, uh, I'm not proud to say, but we have had recently two deserters. Two of the prisoners have have left their post and 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 taken their chances out in the jungle, and I uh, just." I'm afraid that, uh, well, the odds aren't good that they're going to survive, but I'm quite disappointed because, you know, I, I do what I can to provide a, uh, a place for these men to, 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 you know, work their time and, and earn their place back in society. But what are the names? isn't good enough. What are their names? You have a tight knit group. You say you care. What are their names? Yes, yes, yes. Their, their names are, hold on, not provided by the game, but. Uh, yes, uh, caring. As a caring major, you must. You must yes. Uh, now, uh, one, uh, one chap, uh, Muhammad, uh, is, uh, he goes by Muhammad, and the, the other is uh, Veer. Okay. Um, any any reason why they're obviously they're prisoners, but 
why would you take your chances out there? You're much safer in here than a... There's got to be a reason they must want to leave, Major. No disrespect or anything, but there has to be some reason they'd want to go out in the dangers of the jungle. Well, I, I suspect that they are trying to possibly commandeer a canoe and see if they could uh, make it across the, the straits, but yes, uh, highly doubt it. The natives are quite protective of their, uh, of their, of their uh, properties. Um, yes, Major, uh, this is for, for the book, actually, um, as it's cropped up from a couple of other things. What have you heard of the Chocho? Local time? Hmm. Yeah, I believe so. I think, uh, I believe that they are the the natives over on the, the West Adaman. Did anything flicker? I'm watching everything. Did, did it seem body language-wise? Uh, I mean, why don't you give me a spot hidden? Okay. Could, could I be... Or, no, psychology. Give me a psychology. That's for reading people. Give me a psychology. Well, I got, yeah. a, 50, I got a 53, which... Is a success. Okay. So. And Cuthbert, did you want to do something? Yeah, I wanted to put a keen eye on him as well. Okay. Uh, the spot hidden was a hard success. Okay. Uh, flip that to a to a psychology. Oh oh um, oh that roll. Yeah. Can I can I, can I re-roll? If it's go just... <laughs> ahead. You go right ahead. Okay. Here we go. And that's still a fail. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, Arlo, with your successful psychology, yeah, he seems uh, uh, pretty, you know, sincere in his uh, attempt to recall the, uh, the location of the Chocho tribe. Um, and to just as before we get more into the gin and have a right old party here, uh, how are you actually, how are you feeling? Major, how are you feeling? Surely it must be stra- You've been here, what, 10 years, maybe 12, if because you served under the previous command- commander. So. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, jolly good. Uh, I, I feel fantastic. Uh, quite proud of the work that I do here. It's uh, leaving a real positive stamp on the, on the Empire. A real positive stamp that your men desert you. Well, and don't include that in the book. I, I'm, I'm not very proud of when these, uh, these, uh, these uh, men in, under my charge uh, desert and leave. It's, uh, it's a bad stain. It's a bad stain, don't you know? If, if you don't mind me asking, what, what would someone have to do to, to end up getting sentenced to here? Uh, well, well, you get your regular uh, looters and thieves and murderers. Yes, we get the murderers here. But, uh, uh, you know, definitely by the time they've spent their time here under uh, these conditions and the labor, they're, they're, they're good men and ready for, uh, for the society again. Yes. Uh, but what about you? How did you end up here? There are always reasons for military men to be sent to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> 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 got to be a story behind that. 
why it was a it was a chance to to make my name and mark and 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 leave a stamp on the empire make your name out here when people think of uh, port blair they will certainly think of of major nichols synonymous uh, well i hope you're right major but it doesn't look good really does it your men desert you yeah yes yeah that's that's not going to be in the book though right not going to be in the book people don't look too great around here they don't look up they're not as cheery as you and not i don't know are you compensating for something major because I think I understand the question. Uh, oh, uh, come on! We're we're military. We've had some drinks. You've got to be something. It's just not doesn't feel right, Major. I just wanted my father to be proud of me. That's all. <laughs> just. <laughs> And he proceeds to tell you his his entire life story. Yes, and after that, I will give him a hug, and I will make sure he has some more alcohol. (laughs) Adam, (laughs) Mia Cuppert will leave, and I will be Cuppert. We made far more progress than I wanted to. Um, Or just a little (laughs) more for him in his glass. Make sure he has plenty. (laughs) Go. All right, all right. So, for those who are strolling uh, the uh, Greater Port Blair Metropolis, uh, so yeah, there's um, you know a number of uh, of uh, these prefab buildings. Um, so you see things like um, there's a lot that are labeled barracks. Um, there are a number of different, um, outhouses scattered throughout the different uh, areas, uh, a few tents, there's a mess hall, there's a, uh, a supply shed, um, the offices, which is where you saw, uh, Arlo and Arlo and Cornelius went into the office building. Um, yeah. And the fence line fence line goes around uh, there are a couple of areas where um they've uh, engineered like a small platform and a ladder so it, it's not everywhere but there are a couple of spots on the fence where you could scale a ladder and get up onto a platform and kind of you know have your look out your look see onto the uh into the green beyond okay. go ahead oh, uh- how regimented does this all seem are there like are there bells or whistles to kind of like signal and change in the guard are there people so um so you're aware that this is a penal colony but um there doesn't actually seem to be any guards you also don't see anybody carrying weapons um um there are children uh here um there you know you can see that that some of the barracks um house multiple families that live uh all under that single roof um and uh so 
you get a sense uh, because um, all of the British, uh, i.e. white people, all of the British nationals, uh, they all seem to have a similar pseudo-military uniform, uh, but it's pretty casual. Um, and it's basically like they're all dressed up in uh, a version of um, olive drab uniform, you know, like a, like a, you know, in military terms, in modern military terms, we call it BDUs, uh, but just an olive drab uh, uh, utility suit the uh uh the indian nationals uh the men the, the adult men uh they all have this like uh tan uh button-up shirt that has a number sequence on the back between their shoulder blades and the numbers are all different for each of them and the sorry you the, the, there are there are adult females about here and there in these adult females and children and they're they're colonists or they're it's convicts or colony, they're yeah i didn't think they sent families with prisoners to australia for example i thought the families were stuck at home and the men were sent out like, i mean there's female the prisoners too but the the families of the uh civil staff some of these are families of the prisoners sometimes the families can volunteer to go with their husband and live at the prison colony with them and and you said the majority of the prisoners were south asian they're indian folk yes none of the prisoners are british i mean it 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 seems yeah. that the the lack of where are they going to go obviously um, they can't like swim to another they're going to die if they leave the compound you so you get the sense that the fence is to keep wildlife out right. not keep prisoners in and but the overall like the overall atmosphere is pretty lax my my guess is if that if there are any guards at all, it would be guarding the ships that come here and then leave to make sure that nobody gets on. Yep, the docks are the really the only place that seems um, under any kind of uh, security, and only when there's a boat um, that there's any kind of security when there's a boat in you know pulled up, and uh, and the docks are also the the best maintained structure here in uh, Port Blair. The only place that's seen whitewash this season. Um, who's who's uh, working by the mess tent? Yeah, just some of the uh, prisoners. Just some inmates, okay. Hmm. Quite a lonely spot. Yeah, and they're not, and they're not like working on any projects, right? Like this like all they do is they kind of mill about here until a ship comes and they unload it yeah they, they have the next they ship. have like little um probably crafting and stuff that they do to help with some of the natives they might help build you know something or another and then the natives will take it away i mean they do they do 
you know, community service kind of stuff. The idea is that they've been removed from society. So people there in society don't have to worry about these criminals. They can do whatever they want here. And it's another little spot of the empire for the sun not to set on. Mm, that's mighty important. You know, somebody has to be here to watch that sun go up and down. See what foreign ships sail by and so on. Well, I'm not going to miss this outpost, I hope, uh, until the first giant centipede crawls up my pant leg, and then I'm going to miss the settlement a lot. Let's hope we find Cynthia in some sound condition uh, within the first day or so. Indeed. Uh, so do y'all want to interact with anybody or what sure. are y'all doing? I wouldn't mind asking one of the, one of the staff, uh, their opinion of the major. Oh, well, you know, good man. Good man. Keeps, uh, keeps, uh, the ship running, you know, right. Keeps everything going on time. And what, what is the, what is the administration workload around here like what is it that you're all here well pretty it's pretty light you know just uh keep cargo uh in when it comes in usually about two three times a month keep the cargo up and going you know settling uh, any disputes uh help try to educate the uh, converted natives that kind of thing do you uh folks here at the port ever have run-ins with these Chocho people? No, no. And uh, there's a little bit of conspiratorial uh, whisper. Oh, the Chocho. No, 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 never. Never, never. They're, they're the, I've never even seen one. No, that's, um, those are, those are the boogeymen now. Are the, are the are the uh, Andamanese here wary of them? They talk yes. about them at all? Yeah, it's quiet. No, no one, no one goes to to West Andaman. That's uh, that island is theirs. Yes. I'm surprised the Empire doesn't go and smoke them out if they're such a hateful group. Yeah, uh, it's. No, no one is. No one has gone to explore that island. Now, for sure, definitely stay away. How long do uh, most uh, staff folks reside here? Do you get uh, shuttle every three or five years or something? It's three-year tour. Yep, three-year tour. Definitely, uh, it's a good way to to earn your stripes and and. Uh, uh, Get uh, credit for uh, for officer school. Put in some time here. Definitely, all the all the staff have their have their eyes on uh, Captain Bars. Uh, so, absolutely. Yeah, if you could take the solitude, and the major isn't a, a, a bad taskmaster, I guess a man could spend a worse few years in service. Indeed, indeed. Uh, the, the major is the only one who who loves it here, and 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 uh, I think we'll probably 
stay here till he dies. Uh, we're going to need a, a hand or two, uh, and the Major's promised us assistance. Do have, have any of you learned much Andamanese? Uh, well, the uh, there... yeah, uh, it's uh, it's my understanding that uh, uh, Sikander and uh, uh, Mabur that uh, they'll be assisting you guys, and uh, uh, Sikander is uh, is quite versatile with uh, the language. Mabur, well, he can swing a he can swing a machete pretty well. I trust that's a necessary skill in these parts. It must grow like no one's business. Uh, maybe we should introduce ourselves to Sikander and Mabur before dinner, if we're going to be entrusting our lives to them. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I, mess is about to start. If you, uh, everyone will be here soon, so you can you can meet them then. Brilliant. Yeah, if you point them out to us or vice versa. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, as uh, as you guys begin to uh, uh, gather, you know, and it seems like the whole, you know, the whole town is kind of converging in on the uh, on the mess hall. Um, uh, for most, it, it's just a pick up and go. You know, they just grab their bowls and their tray and they head off somewhere else. But uh, a lot come right inside. And, uh, and so, yeah, you meet uh, a couple of gentlemen. Uh, so Sikander is, um, uh, both men are, are uh, Indian. Uh, Sikander is, uh, he looks to be in his early 30s. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's uh, an attractive, handsome uh, gentleman. Uh, and uh, he's, he uh, speaks pretty good English as he makes your acquaintance and introduces himself as Sikander and and uh, he's looking forward to assisting in whatever way that you need him to. Uh, and then his uh, partner, uh, Mabur, is uh, he's older. He's you know probably in his mid forties. Uh, he's taller and uh, very broad shouldered. Uh, he's got a very long, dark beard, very long gray hair, and uh, heavy set eyebrows. Uh, and dark eyes. Uh, this guy is—he looks brutish, uh, and uh, he has. Um, well, he doesn't speak English with you guys. Uh, so, as uh, as Sikander, uh briefly uh, speaks to him in Hindi and gestures to you guys, he just basically grunts and nods his head and takes his tray over to another area of the mess hall and sits down to start to eat. And Sikander says, <laughs> he kind of chuckles, says, well, yeah, uh, man, a few words, but uh, uh, Mabur is, uh, is definitely someone we want to have with us in the, in the jungle. If you can communicate with the fellow, then uh, that's all that's important. You, you know Absolutely. him and, and the place, and we are ignorant travelers looking for another foreigner from far away. Excellent. Excellent. Well, eat up and uh, get a good night's rest. Uh, we will, we leave early in the morning. Uh, 
Oh, oh, I don't know what this is for. Uh, I'll <laughs> tie down my pack with it later. Yes, yes, sorry. I, I, I was in a bit of a rush and I saw you gentlemen speaking. Here's a tie. <laughs> and an extra one for your friend. I don't know your names, but I only just got here. So oh, yes, very good. And I think this might be a good place to put a pin in this episode. Our players included Josh Harwood, Morgan Llewellyn, Holly Buto, Stuart Lively, David Gasway, and myself with John Hook as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows, free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.